Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one or sometimes multiple narrative-focused games. As always, I'm Alex. I'm, I'm Duncan. <laughs> Duncan, what have you been playing lately? What have you been up to? <laughs> For, for a little behind the scenes as to why Duncan's losing his shit, uh, we just spent like 15 minutes trying to figure out how to open the show and then said, fuck it, and went without figuring it out. So we're doing solid. Alex, you know what I've been playing? What have you been playing? I've been playing, uh, been playing, been playing, uh, been playing a little Sonic. Damn, little Sonic that took you a while Mania. to find that one, didn't it? Sonic Mania. I was thinking about what I have been playing because you sprung it on me so suddenly, like a well, springing yeah, I was spring, sick of waiting. like a springing sprung waiting in the spring winds. Mm, good, good. How Sonic <laughs> been treating you? I love this game. I like it a lot. Good. It's it's like you, you mean if you've read the reviews, you know, you know, it's like the classic Sonics. They got good branching mm-hmm. paths. They got so much. It's it's the best Sonic game in the last while. I even Which think it's better than the. I, I think it's even better than the original Genesis ones. Whoa! Okay, now you spitting some fucking fire, it's and awesome. I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's awesome. You should play it. I might. I won't. But I might. Sonic's well, good. But I, I like might. Sonic. We've got a Sonic podcast. <laughs> I love Sonic. It's the best. <laughs> I've been playing that, and I've been playing Dark Souls Three. I know I'm a little bit late to the party on that one. Compliments of the chef, Alex. What's up? (laughs) Steam family sharing. That's how we do. That's how how we've always done. I also tried a bunch of your games. And I'm like, this this game's good. This game's bad. I'm sorry. It's a really good system to exploit. I mean, use. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Careful. We don't want to get in trouble. Good fucking steam all up on our ass and take us down. I don't know. Steam doesn't seem like they do that. They don't give a fuck. No, no. No, but I did. I did launch Player Unknown Battlegrounds because you've been bugging me to play that, and then I mm-hmm. realized it auto logged onto your Player Unknown That's Battlegrounds fine. account. That's fine. I, I felt you can lose on my account. I don't give a fuck. All right. Well, what games have you been playing? <laughs> uh, so I've been hitting strategy games like a motherfucker lately. Um, so the three games I've been playing are the XCOM Two expansion, Divinity Original Sin Two, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Which isn't the last one is kind of not really a strategy. I was gonna say, but okay. Here's my pitch. Nope. Hold up. Here it is. I play that game very strategically, more so than most other shooters. So it feels like it fits in with the strategy games that I've been playing. I couldn't think of a better word than games there. Um, but, you know, that's been fun. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is a fucking phenomenal take right. on, like, pen and paper RPGs. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too hard with this because I will talk about it for, like, 45 minutes. So um, I'll just say that I've been enjoying it quite a bit. There's a lot of really interesting things you can do with that game in terms of um, the combat and tackling encounters in interesting and fun ways. I will say the one thing about that game, which is a little bit of this in the first one, is you can play a co-op which is fucking awesome. And you go through the game. It's like a top-down RPG sort of thing. And you can just do a totally separate quest than the other person is doing. So Which cool. is awesome. But also, I'm doing that. And every now and again, it's like, oh, that quest got finished. I didn't... I don't know anything about what just... I just missed an entire quest line because yeah. I was over here fucking trying to figure out how to make a better potion. So... That does get a little frustrating from time to time, but I'm dealing with it by playing through a co-op and single player at the same time. 
because I have too much free time. Fuck off, Duncan. Um, <laughs> also, XCOM 2, the expansion is fucking dope as hell, and they had a lot of cool things and fixed all the things that were bad about the original XCOM 2, so go play either of those if you're looking for a strategy game that's real good. Or, or, or instead of instead of feeding these corporate pigs who have more... <laughs> <laughs> like no, go on. I like it. You've committed. You've uh, committed to calling these game studios corporate pigs. <laughs> They're all actually probably really great, but but these corporate <laughs> corporate fat cats. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot support those. You can support these little HIO games that we're about to talk about here. That's uh, if you right. Read the title. It's something stupid that Alex is gonna make up. <laughs> it's something clever and hilarious, <laughs> and it's the reason you downloaded this episode. Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to play, we already played three games from the website itch.io. If you're unaware, it's a website. There's a bunch of different kinds of games. A lot of them are free. Some of them, you know, cost a little bit of dough, but they're, they got some, they got some different stuff. Uh, yeah, we very, highly, very small games. Yeah. Very small, very developers. short. Yeah. So we played three short games, um, that we're going to talk to you guys about. We highly recommend just play these. They're all free. They're all free. So we recommend you play them before i mean some you know we'll tell you the length of them all so yes. the first one the first one we played we'll just give you a rundown then we'll then we'll talk about them is like roots in the soil um you can just you My can just base backyard yeah just throwing yeah, yeah. That out there i got all the developers down we're good i got take you. me take me i don't have this <laughs> Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> the first one we played was like Roots in the Soil by Developer Space Backyard. Again, totally free. Uh, play time on that one. Four minutes? About four, four minutes. Three. Yeah. Uh, three to four minutes. So we'll talk about that. I would say that. it's enough time for you to microwave your dinner and come back. Yes. And in the meantime, <laughs> you can have a bold life-changing experience. Uh, yes. The next game we played was Doctor Dr. Langsakov, The Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald. Um, oh, which heist. A whirlwind heist in 15 minutes. Uh, that game is about 15 to 20 minutes. Probably close to like 20 to 25 the way I played it. Um, yeah. But also free donations not required, but um, encouraged and appreciated. Um, and that was by developer Crows, 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 which I think is headed up by the guy who did Stanley Parable. Or yeah. I don't know if he's just a part of the team. Um, yeah. And then finally, we played The Huntress of the Hollow, which was probably... 45 minutes to an hour yeah depending um, on how you play it. give or take yeah give or take and that was by uh the studio bleat mm-hmm. yeah i had to double check that i had to make sure i wrote it down correctly it is bleat um bleat. so you can check those again totally free all of them are on itch.io itch.io um a lot of great indie developers that do a lot of really interesting things so we were pretty excited um you know, depending on how this episode goes, this is probably a format that we'll continue doing occasionally just because I think it's cool to dive into really small games, um, support indie developers, and just generally kind of try something different. Because I think that the thing I like about indie games is you get something different, right? Like yeah. a lot of AAA games are like, whoa, we can't go outside the mold. What if we don't make money? Um, <laughs> right. Because corporate they're corporate fat cats. Fat cats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. I like it. It's good. Um, but with indie games, it's like, hey, it's like three people doing something that they thought was cool. Sometimes less than three people. I think yeah. Huntress in the Hollow might have been less than three people. No, like Roots in the Soil was two people. I don't know how big Huntress in the Hollow was. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's not big. Yeah. So, uh, so these are short-ass games. You got time to play them. You got time to lean. You got time to get lean. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> yep. <Yeah>, so. <laughs> You're telling them to work out in between playing games? I'm not really sure, dude. <laughs> uh, I couldn't think of anything else. So, um, let's let's go into the first one. Like, yes. roots in the soil. So, this game, this game, right, is, this is the shortest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's only controlled with your mouse. Pretty much, you just rotate this um, the cylinder, right? And on one half of the cylinder, it is two. Well, on both halves of the cylinder, it's two different views. One mm-hmm. of this this hobbling man through um, what looks to be like a post. Eh, would you say it's like post war or post post destruction? Post apocalyptic sort of yeah. feel to it. Destroyed city, dark brown gray mm-hmm. color palette he's got a shotgun on his back with and a, and a plant and mm-hmm. uh on the other side of the cylinder there's there's this young young man walking through the same looking city he's got a backpack on and he's he's just kind of walking and uh you know there's some narrative going on the bottom just some kind of like you know some some kind of like more like poemy kind of quotes yeah. and then just you reach straight the, letters no narration yeah and then you reach the end and uh, on the the younger kid's side, there is a tree. And then on the uh, the post-apocalyptic side, he puts his little plant down and uh, leaves. And the game ends. Hmm. I, did we? Did you mention in there? I didn't actually know if you mentioned that, like, the side where it's the young kid, he's walking through, like, a thriving metropolis that's, like, perfect oh, yeah. and not destroyed yet. Yeah. Kind of the important thing is you get the dichotomy between the destroyed city and the living city. Yes, yes. Um. So yeah, it is like we said. It is super short. There is virtually no interaction. You spin this like cylinder to kind of change <clears> the view, so you can see different parts of the city and the guy walking at different times. I think is is the indication of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just you get two different views. Um, so Duncan, mm-hmm. what do you think? I thought it was a pretty cool experience. I it took me, you know, it made me smile when I saw that that that. Because this is what I thought initially. I thought, oh, this is the future. This is the same person in the future. But then they, they threw me for a hard turn when I realized that, oh, this is this is the past, actually. And this is him putting the plant down that became the tree that is in the in the future city. I was so confused on whether or not it was supposed to be the past and, like, he put the plant down or if it was supposed to be, like, the future still and he was just trying to rebuild um, yeah, but I th- I do think you're right in the interpretation of it being the past and everything getting better as opposed to worse. Yeah, it's just a little weak because like all the buildings are in the same place and like the train is broken in the same place, so it didn't. That's true. It doesn't does... quite make a ton of sense. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Or, I, I guess didn't think it, about that. I just wasn't sure it, which way they're going for, or if it was just being left open to interpretation in that respect. Yeah, um, well, which I, I think mean, is neat as well. It's like it's like gray and like. Things are broken, but it's not completely decimated. I think a lot of these things could have been recovered in that amount of time. Yeah, that's possible. That's true. It's not like a barren, ashy wasteland or anything yeah. like that. Though, Did you get again, anything? He's walking through with the shotgun. Yeah, he is walking through. There, he, uh, there's something going to fuck him up if he takes the wrong turn. That's all I'm saying. That's true. He does not want to go down the wrong street. Did the mm-hmm. did the bottom like poem uh, quotes do anything for you, or did or they just kind of like oh these are nice and then I liked that they were there, but they were kind of um, 
they were very heady to take in while also trying to interact and see as much of the world as possible, right? Because it's not yeah. like they say that and then you choose when to move forward after you've had time to process everything, right? It's just mm-hmm. appearing at the bottom of the screen while the guy is walking and you are moving the camera and all those happen simultaneously. So mm-hmm. although it wasn't like, oh, no, there's too much. I can't focus on what's going on at all. It was mm-hmm. much more, um, I read it and didn't quite take anything away from it. There was a good line about being like pushed away from the past as much as he was pulled towards the future, and I, I kind of like liked that one. That one. Um, but that was really the only one that stuck out to me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I felt um, the same way, actually. I was about to say that one was, was pretty good. Yeah, I think um, th- this game did something really interesting um, or evoked something really interesting in me that a lot of games try to and fail, which is like a sense of like place that i don't normally get in like that post-apocalyptic sort of game right because you know you'll walk through a destroyed chicago or you'll walk through a you know hey this used to be something and it's like cool i get it it's destroyed but also i don't really give a shit because i have no connection to it it's just you have no connection and you never knew it as not yeah (laughs) and there was something about this game like the being able to turn immediately and see like oh there's you know, on the left is, like, this building and this train going, or on the right is, like, this building and train going past and, like, a bunch of these, you know, like, phone booths and then turning and seeing it, like, as you turn, seeing it become wreckage was a really um, evocative experience of, like, oh, man, I actually get the feeling of, like, coming back to a place that I knew and, like, has been run down yeah, uh, more so than I get in almost any other game, which I think is really impressive for them to be able to pull that off and and three minutes three, with yeah, three or four minutes. something highly polygonal like that yeah that's pretty yeah great. so i overall uh, you know uh, again uh, it was like four minutes like it's worth playing like it's yeah. super worth playing and it, it it was a cool experience that i'm glad that i had yeah me too i i don't think this is this one i don't think i'll i'll easily forget and i think that it so this is something i wanted to bring up too is while you know this game was perfect as you know the length it was do you think you can make an interesting game out of this like switching between this two and not like within the cylinder thing like isn't there some kind of like cool puzzle thing you could do with this like i feel like it would be really oh neat. totally yeah yeah i think there is a really interesting game that could be built around this concept and for all i know there is like yeah it's really just a Maybe. really short form extrapolation of like i think uh, maybe like Link to the Past or Four Seasons or whatever that Zelda game was that did some stuff with that. Um, and I'm I'm sure there are other games that have touched on that, but I think it is definitely possible to do a really cool sort of like, hey, you switch between these two times in the same world and that's how you solve puzzles and yeah. or like just do, I don't know, something interesting. I, I, I liked what they did though. I, yeah. I think it was a really cool idea that could be the core of something bigger than that if they wanted mm-hmm. it to. Yeah, I, I I just kind of wish I could have shot the shotgun of things. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just kind of wanted to go in, uh, into first person shooter mode, and I don't know, maybe kill the kid on the other side of the, the sphere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just like obviously it could use some PvP. Like that just goes yeah. without saying because it's got no replayability right now. Um, and Space it's going to get traded into GameStop in no time. Yeah, definitely. It's like a definite quick trade. Yeah, for sure. For Good sure. thinking, fat um, cats. <laughs> we need them fat cats in here to fix this game, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I can't wait for Call of Duty like Roots in the Soil. That's going to be my fucking shit right there, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
All right. Um, so that that's probably going to be roughly the length of time that we give most of these games. Maybe a little more, a little less. So yeah. maybe we should have set up front. And it's probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode. Um, and Whoa. that's totally cool. Um, what? <laughs> I'm saying in the middle is, is it an cool? issue? Is it yeah, cool? it's cool. Duncan, right. I'm telling people what they feel. You don't people get to stop me from doing interested. that. <laughs> um, fuck off. Just huh? a little bit, maybe? What would you rate this game? <laughs> One <of> ten. <laughs> All right, I'm, if I'm giving it out of 10, uh, I'm giving it a 4, obviously, because no multiplayer, no PvP, no replayability. <laughs> yeah. um, I give it a root out of the soil. Mm, there we go. I like that. That's better. Um, mm-hmm. I Can we give it a root in the soil, though? Because <laughs> I don't want to just pull the roots out of the soil. That kind of feels like antithetical to the idea of the game. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you do if uh if there was like a secret ending that if you waited at the, the end screen long enough the guy walked backwards and took the plant away and then you switch to the other side and then the pa- the features changed to be what it was and nothing happened oh man <laughs> duncan with the fucking hot ideas over Whoa. here <laughs> jeez why don't Hire you make me. itch.io games <laughs> Fucking backyard, nope, space backyard. Get get this guy in your fucking roster. He's got the hot mm-hmm. ideas that are going to change the landscape of gaming over here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about crows, crows, crows games now. Yeah, uh, what a what Doctor Lensikov the tiger and the terribly cursed emerald. A whirlwind heist. You keep forgetting a whirlwind heist. That's part of the title. Is I don't know if it's technically part of the title, but it is a whirlwind heist game in fifteen minutes. Uh, again, I'm going to say this before every game but if you haven't played this yet you know pause this and go play it takes like no time at all short download yeah. um yeah. and you can speak a lot of this a good 10 minutes totally a lot of this game depends on like you know it's not gonna, you're not gonna surprises. get yeah like roots in the soil i feel like you get what we're talking about easily but this one is more like if if you listen to us then play it you're not gonna get anything out of it that's true. And if you listen to us and then play it, like you are obligated to donate. And if you listen to us and decide you don't need to play it, you're obligated to tithe 10% of your paycheck to Crows, Crows, Crows. <laughs> Just saying. That's, and that's in. You agreed to it when you downloaded the game. That's, yep. that's all there is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a whirlwind yeah. heist on your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. Apparently. <laughs> Duncan, what did you think of Dr. Langsikov, the tiger, and the terribly cursed emerald, a whirlwind heist? I love the name so fucking Why don't we much. tell them about it first? Why don't we tell them about okay, it Okay, fine. Um, All right, so you want to tell them about it? Tell them about it, Alex. I told you, them about you, the last okay, one. Okay, I'll tell them about it. So this is a game where you start off ready to go into this heist um, where you go in and you know to this mansion and go through a bunch of traps and eventually steal an emerald um if anybody's played the stanley's parable um i think it's just called stanley's parable i don't think this is up but whatever the uh, stanley it's, parable. it's very it's similar the stanley <laughs> there it is it's very similar um in that the game basically opens with somebody telling you like oh like this game opens with somebody saying oh sorry this is awkward there's there's another player going through the game right now oh oh i'm, I'm so sorry this is this is really uncomfortable um and then basically recruits you to help go through a series of um mazes and puzzles and like press buttons and pull levers to simulate the experience for the other person who is currently playing through Dr. Langsakov the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald. Um so you're just like walking behind the stage of things and he's like, Oh, oh, pull that lever. That 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 sets off the lightning effects right now. 
um, and like, oh, there's the tiger in there. Just, you know, um, press that button and then you'll need to press that other button and it, it should be fine. It, just don't get too close to the cage. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, goofy. it's, it's goofy. It's hilarious. Uh, I, I kind of highly recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And then in the end, and in the end, they're like, all right, you're finally ready to play. And the door closes behind you. And then he's like, wait, wait, hold on. And then, and then he's guiding someone else while you're playing it. <laughs> and then that other person releases the tiger and you presumably die. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's and like funny. everything you're going through, like you are doing all of this because the people who are supposed to run the game are all on strike, basically. Yeah. On strike or presumably killed by the tiger. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Honestly. like it's a lot of super dangerous things that you're underqualified to do. Um, there's a phenomenal section at the end when you get like a giant number pad and you're supposed to like, <laughs> I was about to say, that's my favorite scene. It's so good. It's you're just, you're supposed to enter some code in there to, uh, was that the environmental effect? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And like, you don't know how to work it cause it's just a giant number pad and he starts like reading off numbers for you to hit too quickly. And they end up doing a bunch of like crazy things. Uh, and then like. You try to leave, but there's steam blocking your way with a little sign next to a steam vent that says, Warning, Steam May Gate Player, um, which I think is great. <laughs> and then, like, everything catches on fire, and he's still just frantically trying to tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, it I, is, I it is amazing. Him, man. I liked hearing him get more and more frustrated. I mean, he would have gotten I, frustrated anyways, but... Yeah, I I tried I tried to enter things. I tried to enter codes. It didn't work. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to work. Um, Again, love... if you've played Stanley Parable, it's oh, yeah. that, but shorter. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and without multiple endings. There's only one ending. Um, Assumingly. Assumingly. I looked it up all the Easter eggs. I don't think there's any other ones. You fucking would. <laughs> um, well, I was interested in it. I can't help myself. I thought this game was pretty fun. Um, compared to the Stanley Parable, I thought it was like a nice little, like, if you wanna, if you want someone to like experience the Stanley Parable without having to like buy it and play through it, and you know, and you want it shorter, yeah, this is a great game. Um, yeah, I think my favorite thing about this game, like my favorite gag, because it's a funny game. That's that is that is all it is. Is a funny yeah, game. It's funny. It's very self-referential, self-aware. Yeah. Um. Is uh. If there's no way to. There's a lot of phones ringing. And at no point are you able to, like, pick up and answer the phone. You just pick it up for a brief second and hang it back up. And every yeah. time he's like, you should answer that phone. And then you you click it, and then it just picks up, hangs up. He's like, why Why do you keep doing this? You do know how a phone works, right? <laughs> yeah. You do not know how a phone works. And there's a point at the end where he's like, um, he's like, don't do it. Just pick up the phone like a regular person. And I let it sit there for a while, and then I'm like, uh. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the thing. So it's it's the it gives you that satisfaction of like uh, being able to to fuck with something and not having a choice to just 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 mess with this guy. You know, it's yeah, fun. it's a good uh, time. I will say, um, I do have critiques about the game as well. Um, sure. Mainly, the only real critique that I have is it's littered with a lot of things that you can like pick up and read or interact with and like spend some time looking at a bunch of like funny posters. Um, but the game has a very quick pace about it, so if you're trying to read something, the narrator will keep saying things like, oh, no, if you could just keep going, or like, oh, we really got to move. Um, yeah. So I felt pressured to not interact with all of the things that they said around the environment, which is fine, because obviously they want you to like keep moving and simulate that kind of like hectic pace. 
but I think it could have been just like a tad slower because there were like entire letters and stuff that I just didn't feel like I could read because I felt like I had to be rushing to the next thing. Um, and it yeah. kind of gave me a little bit of not stress, but like a little bit yeah. of, no, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like, Oh, an- anxiety about where to go and, and, a little bit disappointment in the fact that I wasn't going to get to interact with everything that I want to do. And I wasn't going to play through the game again, just to read everything. Yeah. To be honest, I just kind of skipped them. I, I read a couple oh, of them and I was like, I get the idea. I think the posters were the funniest, but the notes I didn't really care about all that much. Yeah. Um, but what I do like about this game is it's almost kind of like a living metaphor for over ambitious games <laughs> of just being like, okay. this, like, okay. Like, so this, this uh, I would assume that the person that's narrating the game is the creator of, you know, this like fake whirlwind heist, right? Which is a game. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's a video game, but it's done in, yeah. It's if you're in the world of that, then it's still a video game because you you load up the game on a fake loading screen. So I mm-hmm. think it's in in the like lore of the game. You are it is a video game, um. But I think everywhere you can see a lot of like just completely disjointed concepts of things and nothing seems finished but there just seems to be a lot of ideas and that Mm. like also resonates in the title of just it's it's the tiger and the terribly cursed emeralds and it's also a heist so there's like all these things going on and like i feel like there's a lot of like developments in games and stuff like that where the ideas are just too big and there's too much and then they only mm. get half of those done and then they lose sight of what makes the game fun yeah what makes it interesting and i think mm. this game lives as a almost a way to be like this is you know people go on strike because there's just like no direction and they say that i think a lot of the the notes that i did read were more about like how it's you know bullshit that they're not getting paid or whatever that there's no I don't know. It just seemed like there was a lot of big ideas and no follow-up and every nothing was working. Yeah, I think that's that is a very poignant view of it that I did not personally maybe recognize going through it. So I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I, I do think you're right. You know, kind of on the back end, everything feels like it's basically held together with duct tape and you're just praying that everything works. Yeah. Um, which is probably how a lot of game development feels on the back end, mm-hmm. um, especially like coding end of things where you're just like mm, fuck i don't this seems well it's go it's working fine now just don't touch it don't touch don't touch anything yeah exactly um, so i i think that is a really really interesting way of looking at the game uh metaphorically and i think you're probably right like a, a lot of the people who worked on this game obviously they it wasn't their first game for the most part so yeah. they have an idea of what it is and um I wonder if that's what they went into it with, but that's that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know if that is. I, I mean, you could even it doesn't even have to be a game project. It could be any project. You know what I mean? Movies, yeah, just overly ambitious buttons. ideas. Yeah, and not quite having the the team, the time, the effort to follow through with it to the extent that it's you know, yeah, was originally dreamed of being. Yep. I Fucking agree. cool. Yeah. So Ooh, yeah, cool again, crows, crows, crows. Doctor Langsakov, the tiger, and the terribly cursed emerald. Um. You know, I, I take back everything I said. It would still be good to play, uh, even if you've already listened to this. I was wrong. Yeah, Thinking that's true. Thinking about all the gags, it's definitely worth it to play. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, that intro gag where you fucking start, and it just sort of, like, zooms out from the screen where you hit start, and you're just in a waiting room looking at that screen, and then you realize you're not going to fucking play the heist at all. It was really, <laughs> really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, funny, funny games, shit. man. Funny games are hard as fuck to pull off. Yeah. 
I can oh, think right. of a handful ever that have been consistently funny think, that have been going that? for that. Do you think the South Park game's funny? You know, I didn't play enough of it. I heard that it basically plays out like an episode of South Park. So yeah. I think if you like South Park, it's probably hilarious. And if you mm. don't like South Park, it's probably not funny at all. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. I um, played like 30 minutes of it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I can't really think of any other funny games that I like. I, I mean, outside I would... of Stanley Parable and Stanley Parable. Um, I guess I would kind of count Undertale as a funny game, maybe. Yeah, I think Undertale. One of the cruxes of it is humor, and I think it works pretty well. So I think that's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, just generally, comedy yeah, is not anyways. easy to pull off in a mm. in an environment where you have to inherently give up timing to another entity, because a lot that's of comedy true. is timing, and like if you put the player in control, then you just can't be certain they'll hit the cues when they need to hit the cues, and uh, something like this sidesteps that in really clever ways and kind of accounts for the fact that the player might be doing player things um and i think that makes it all the more hilarious than something that just relied on funny dialogue you're right that's my comedy minute that's your so, comedy hot second it was it was 20 seconds easy duncan don't fucking worry about it um so moving on the last game last but not least do you want to? You, I, I did the, the middle one, Duncan. You take them through this one. What? I didn't do it. Or, I mean, well, you, I did. you, you didn't do it. I did the last one. I did whatever. So <laughs> next right, it's we the have Huntress the Huntress of the Hollow. I got it, Alex. I'll do them all. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck off. I did the middle one. I don't even. You're full of shit, man. <laughs> I know you did the middle one. I'm giving you a hard time. The Good. Huntress of the Hollow is a kind of like a, a take on. Um, uh, like an alternate fairy tale of the um little red, red riding, riding hood, hood where mm-hmm. you got to take your stuff to grandma there's wolves all that good stuff so in this this version um your town uh, your town gets held up by wolves and it basically destroyed and then you you still got to deliver stuff to grandma for some reason, and then Grandma, just... she's in danger. Duncan, Grandma's oh, could Grandma's be in, in danger. danger. That's the right. wolves are killing everything. <laughs> That's true. I don't think you understand. The first you hear about the wolves is when they say, "Don't touch the wolves; <laughs> they'll kill you in one bite." That's true. So, so you go, you get an axe and you go to Grandma's house, and Grandma's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's inside of a house don't worry about it she's fine uh, we should mention is super like hardcore old school rpg final fantasy style yeah yeah this is our this is an rpg maker game so you kind of yeah, can like definitely. drunk assumptions of how it works mechanically um mm. so then you get an axe and then you fight some wolves and uh, um then you got to find the huntsman which is was recommended by your grandma and uh, mm-hmm. when you go to his house you know uh, you find another axe, but he's not there. So you head back to town, and then you run into him, and he's like, Aha, I've taken care of everything, little one. That's what your huntsman sounded like in your head? Yeah. What did yours oh, sound like, Alex? Not anything. He seemed like kind of jovial and like, Oh, don't worry about it. I got it. Don't, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you've got fucking Gaston in your head, and that's, <laughs> that's not right. Well, that's kind of like what he is. He's. Kind of he's like he's a skinny motherfucker. I guess I don't know if so. you saw his picture. Yeah, I did. And a sprite. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> you're getting me off topic. My bad. My bad. So so he he's like, all right, you know, I got this. And uh then you go back with him, right? Uh you go back to his place and then he's like, Hey, stay here. I'm gonna go kill the alpha wolf. 
Yeah, and then, then you the can rest choose. Of the pack will disperse. Yeah, then you choose whether you go with them or you stay. Which which one did you do? Initially, I chose to stay. Wow, what a loser. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I didn't make that choice for very long because that's one of the endings. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I think you just, you choose to stay, and then you go outside later, if I'm remembering correctly, and then wolves surround and eat you, um, and that's, like, it, and then the huntsman comes back and sees your body and, like, tries to integrate with the town, but the wolves keep coming, and eventually everyone leaves or dies. Huh. It's pretty fucking dark. I was that's like, sad. I just want to stay inside the house because he told me to. Like, <laughs> I'm a little fucking girl. I shouldn't have killed this many wolves already. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my, I, well, you, obviously then you decided to load the game and then choose yeah, to go. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, right, I so had to get go, all the endings. Yeah, you go, you follow the path, then you find this, uh, then you find this wolf, big wolf, a lot of blood around. You think Huntsman's dead and this big wolf killed it. The wolf's mm-hmm. going easy mm-hmm. on you. You weaken it, and then it transforms into this this character, wolf character thing. And he says that he's the alpha, and pretty much if he dies, all the other wolves are going to... Uh, they, are they, are they going to die? Are they going to become, like, docile? I, like, what was the... I mean, they're not... I, I think he doesn't explicitly say, but he also says, like, hey, yo... But I'm not the one making these wolves angry in the right. first place. Right. That's that's my brother. Yo. And Seems... his name's something with the CY that I forget. Yeah. Sinak. Sign that doesn't so, sound right. Okay. So Sinak. So Sinak. <laughs> wrong wrong and bad. He says that Sinak is the is God the hunt the huntsman. So um so you go back to the huntsman and then he's like, hey, that's, that guy's crazy. We're, I'm going to go kill him tomorrow. And he's like, you stay here, chill out, and uh, I'll go kill him tomorrow. And he goes back into his, in his into this room, and you can believe him, and or you can follow him into his room. What did you do? I followed him into his room this time. <laughs> I've been yeah. fooled once, can't fool me twice. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I thought it was very clear that this was this was what we were supposed to do. Follows him in. He's got like wolves on the wall, and he's a fucking crazy wolf demon. Blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. He's just absolutely insane. And then you kill him, and uh, everything's good in the town. And, uh, yeah. You and you and the, the the alpha that you met originally, you make a great uh, town and a relationship between the humans and wolves, and everything's mm-hmm. daisies. It's the best. So okay, <laughs> uh, I mean it's nice. It's a happy ending. Okay, Duncan, ending. I got like four bad endings before I got Wait, to that one. How many more? I I died initially. I died because so if said, you die, you that's a... bite. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never got the get killed in one bite ending. I got the. Oh. I think that's a different one. I got the ending for just dying to a wolf along the path. I got the oh, ending fuck for me. fuck off. I got the ending for deciding to stay in the huntsman's cabin. Uh, and then I also got the ending for killing the alpha wolf as opposed to letting him live. Because you do get a choice there. She says, like, oh, I don't yeah. know. This doesn't seem right. And I was like, mm, no, fuck that. Cut its head off. Kill it. It's Kill the wolf. Um, and then you get an ending that's basically like, oh, the wolf attacks slowed down, but they didn't stop. And eventually everybody had to leave because the wolf attacks were too much. Yeah. So pretty much every ending in this game that's not the right one is the wrong one. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. There's, <laughs> I think there's also, I get the impression there's another ending if you just choose to believe the Huntsman. Um, I think that's ending A, because 
uh, ending B was killing the wolf, and then uh... ending S was killing the huntsman. So I think there is another ending in there that I didn't get, um, but I didn't have a save right before it. So. I think because I I did originally play this game. Like I played this game all like a couple months ago, and I think that's the original ending I got, but I don't remember what happened. Okay. Super yeah. interesting fact. <laughs> Crazy cool fact with Duncan. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what did you think about this game? I want to start off by saying that when I initially played the game, it was like 1030 at night, and I had just played the other two games because I was trying to burn through all of them. Um, so I was not in a mindset to take in things and appreciate them. I was in a mindset to be like, I got to get to fucking bed. I hope this game's short. Um, so... That was the wrong mentality, and I recognize that now. Uh, also, I got halfway through and decided, fuck, I'm really tired, I'm going to bed, and then closed it and then said, wait a minute, let me open that again and see where my save was, and then it turns out that it doesn't keep your save if you close the game. <laughs> so then I spent the next bit of time speedrunning back to where I was, uh, which was oh. also not great. Uh, but then when I played the game later... I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, I think overall, it's interesting. It's kind of a, like I really like the twist on Little Red Riding Hood. I like when people do modernized, darker fairy tales. Um, you know, all the enemies were wolves. All the weapons were axes. All the moves just did damage to wolves. It was really simple. All of the like, healing items were food or water or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were picnic items. They were picnic items, exactly. Uh, so it was, um, it was interesting. I think the gameplay itself was boring. Um, yeah. How because... did you die? Okay, How I died fuck? because there were two wolves, and I was fighting both of them, and I was like, no, I got to get through this fight. I'm not going to waste time healing. I'm just going to keep attacking these wolves, and then they killed me, and then I was like, okay, I, I probably shouldn't I tell fought. Duncan about this on the podcast, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> I think I fought a total of like six wolves. Yeah, you can avoid almost every single one of them. Yeah, which is um, nice. I'm glad yeah. they didn't make me grind in this hour long game. Yeah, one of the tool tips said something about only being able to fight wolves that are her level or lower, and I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be dumb. But then like that, they didn't. That didn't yeah, happen. they didn't even really do that. So yeah, so um, one thing, one thing I I love about this game is I like all of the art uh outside of the pixel stuff i like the pixel stuff but i think it's okay Mm -hmm. but there's some style they do especially with the wolves and i and i really like the bigger ones like the really big wolves yeah like the huntsman wolf before he transforms after he transforms it got a little too much for me but it's all this very like um curvature like spiky stuff that's just very um not what a wolf looks like at all but you still know it's a wolf and it's like this these really ambiguous shapes of just like spiky and scary and like i like pseudo it a lot. demonic touches in there yeah it's mm-hmm. really cool and all of the mm-hmm. pictures of like all the ending pictures of uh, the character or like even like the little storyboard you get at the beginning they're all very mm-hmm. nice well-shaped characters and i can tell there yeah. was a lot of love put into the art of this game um and it, it fit the themes all the colors were really cool um, I like how yeah. there there's kind of this weird gradient um, where everything is pink and purple in the beginning. Well, mostly mm-hmm. pink, magenta. And um, then you walk east, and the farther you walk, you kind of come to this direct color shift to everything's yellow, then everything's blue, then everything's purple, then everything's gray. And it's, it's just cool. 
Um, the yeah, color palettes a, they did were really unique. Yeah, it's it's a nice way to kind of frame what's happening in the story and the, like the tone the story is starting to take the further you go mm-hmm. to the right of the screen. Um, and then I think there's like slight musical shifts accompanied with that. Yeah, um, which are which are also pretty good. So it, it builds kind of a good framework in the world for just the tone of the game, which I can always appreciate pretty well. Yeah. Um, with that, would you said, think it's just like the writing and the story and all that? With that said, yeah. Um, I thought a lot of the in between conversations were really just like I couldn't really get into them. They didn't really they didn't really do anything for me. Um. I thought the story where the story was going was super obvious. I called ending E like immediate or ending the S one, the good one. I called that immediately. Where is the huntsman? Yeah, the killing. Yeah, the because the first thing you hear about him is the girl, like the girl who was training you to be a huntress, saying like, "Oh, he's never done anything bad in his life, but I just don't trust him." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's well, so obvious okay, what then. you're supposed to do, and then you you basically run into three characters that are like the huntsman's no good, and so mm-hmm. like no shit the huntsman's not gonna be no good they're not gonna write these characters in for an hour-long game where the huntsman is good you know what i mean Yo, like, what if they did though <laughs> that would be a very positive game it would be a very like don't don't believe what everyone tells you kids kind of thing you know yep. i was so, really hoping that if you stayed in the cabin it was like the huntsman took care of the problem and the town rejoiced and you didn't die <laughs> and he made grits for you in the morning yes i love grits i fucking hate grits grits are so fucking gross what grits are gross duncan Grits are not gross. You're gross. Ugh, they're so bad. Uh, worst you're breakfast bad. food. 10 out of 10 awful breakfasts. Because uh, you're not from the south. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And That was bad. Okay. That was, <laughs> that was really real bad. bad. That right. was awful. Um, how about the fact that in the start of the game, the wolves take over the town. Yes. And then you get yes. into the lodge. And then you talk to the lady who trains you to be a huntress. And she gives you an axe. And you say, well, I can't do this. I'm just a little girl. And the lady says, you're the only, only one in this town can that it. can help. <laughs> then there's eight, there's eight other adults standing next to you who are perfectly healthy. Yeah. Why? Why am I, I the only one? I don't, get, I, feel, I don't get it. I just don't get it, man. And the mom is like, okay. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. She's and like, we, in any other situation, I'd slap you across the face right now. Which, like, fuck yeah, go mom. Um, she did a really good job. <laughs> Yeah, like well, yeah. I mean, I guess so. How are you not dead? You live like four feet away from the wolves, and you were just gardening the whole time. Another thing, um, when they took over the town, I would say a good eight of the buildings were on fire. <laughs> what? Hey, what man, happened? These are demon wolves. I'm willing to buy it. Did Fine. You, did you see those wolves? They had spikes. Wolves don't have spikes, Duncan. <laughs> this is true. I also really like their eyes. They had like yeah. star eyes. They were really cool. That is really cool. Also, um, the I'd... training, like how to play the game, you fight someone else's dog. Yep. <laughs> and you can just sit there and wail on it for hours. Yeah, but you know, it's got shitloads of HP. Yeah. It's you like think there's the an ending where you kill the, the dog and she gets really mad and kills you. Oh man. I don't know, but now I'm curious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um so, yeah, I thought the ending, like the actual ending itself, I really liked the, you know, like the change that the Huntsman turned out to be the big bad, you know, whatever. Like, it's a fairy tale. That's how those go. Yeah. Um, but I really liked the creepy tone it took basically out of nowhere. Um, they did a really good job of just, like, the music got really eerie and weird and the environment mm-hmm. and, like, the way the wolf looked was kind of, like, 
What did you it think of little, the transformation? When he, because he like he wasn't always. Yeah. The yeah, you know. Hold on. I want to. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oh yeah. Oh, I found yeah. it. Gotcha. I found it. Here it is. Instantly. Nice. No cut time at all whatsoever. Seamless <laughs> um, transition. Good job, Duncan. So this transformed character is terrifying. Yes. Um, we should. We should. You should. You should just Google. I don't know if you can Google it. I had to pull up a video of it. I'll post a picture in the in the description of it. Yeah, it's we might so do that. Cool. You can just get the feeling of the art style from this. It's just like, it's like slightly glitch art, mm-hmm. but also slightly MS Paint. I don't it's, know. It's great. It's really interesting. It's got that like enormous bloody axe, and also you've got that fucking dope looking axe too. That's got like three blades on it. I don't fully understand a, what's going it's on like with a that wolf axe. Mouth. It's really cool. It your, is. Your axe is a wolf mouth. And his axe is just enormous and could literally <laughs> cut you in half with a quarter of it. Um, I really like his yeah, eye. His, like, he's got like eye. a cool... Yeah, it's like almost a bullseye. I don't really know what's going on. In the, yeah. It's like really cool, unsettling, glitchy. Um, like the background is a bunch of like red stripes and like half words and things. And yeah. the music kind of cuts out and becomes weird. Um also, I didn't fully understand what was going on with the end of that fight because it just like starts saying like this won't work and just you just keep wailing on him until he dies. I think you tried to use the finishing move. There's yeah. a, there's a finishing move where like if they're at a certain threshold of health, you can finish them with the move. I I think you tried to use that just... and it said that it doesn't work because he's not oh. low enough HP. I did that. Gotcha. Except I, I actually I... read it, Alex. <laughs> I mean, I did too, and it was like this one, and like uh, it stopped showing damage, and mm-hmm. then you like use the ability where you look at his HP, and it says something about him being like way too powerful, and then I wasn't losing, so I just put it on auto hunt, and she auto attacked him until he died. Oh, okay. Like, okay, well, there we go then. Nice. Um, so, so, I think the gameplay of this was meh, which was okay, because it's an hour RPG game. I don't think they wanted to bog you down with too much but yeah even so i don't think it works necessarily um but i don't know how else you would do it you know Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting i think they play with some cool things um i i i enjoyed my time the second time through i i enjoyed it a lot more when i decided hey i'm just not really gonna fight these wolves there was yeah. a small part of me that was for sure like a hundred percent grandma's the bad guy. Um, yeah, dude, cause, cause well grandma wasn't even a thing, you know? Yeah, I mean she showed up and then you're like, Hey Grammy, I got you these treats and she's like, I'm fine, I'm good. And then you're like, All right, I gotta go save the town and she's like, No, 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 rest here for a while first. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, okay, grandma. People's dying to wolves out there though. Maybe I should no, okay, I'll eat your cookies instead. Yeah. Um, Maybe I was ready for her ending. to be the wolf. Is the huntsman goes kill your fucking grandma? Damn, just like straight dark. up actual Red Riding Hood. Hey, yeah. an actual Red Riding Hood. The grandma's dead, right? Yeah. Okay. Because the wolf's inside of her corpse. Okay. The wolf's inside of her corpse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe it's her clothes. It's her clothes. But I wanted, okay. to, I wanted to try and make you believe that that was the real end, the real <laughs> twist. Damn it. <laughs> oh. Fuck yeah! But I'm so, sure there's like some like alternate grim fairy tale where like he like slips her skin on and shit like that. I mean, probably, but it's kind of grim enough now that I think about it. Like, yeah. 
little girl skips to go see her grandma and then like her grandma got fucking eaten alive and she has to get some hunter dude to chop the head off with thing that looks like her grandma like yeah she's probably scarred for life probably shit that's fucked up very except the huntress except the huntress she just became like a warrior yeah i did kind of like that part of the story where like you go to get the huntsman and like the moral of the story is like yo fucking do shit on your own you can do it you're strong enough and that was kind of cool i like that Mm -hmm. um i i enjoyed I enjoyed parts about it. Again, I, I, I do sort of agree with you. I don't think it fully worked, but I think it was interesting enough. I think, you know. So, like, shorter games it... like this, like, this is, I guess this is speaking overall in, like, an, more of an overarching manner is, do you think it's easier or harder design-wise, not development-wise? Obviously, it's harder to develop a longer game. But mm-hmm. speaking strictly in design and thinking like that, do you think it's easier to make a good long game or a good short game? I think it's probably... Or do you think it's equal? Hmm. I think it's easier to make a good short game design-wise because ideas that you have that maybe don't fully pan out are still totally fine, right? If you have an idea that's just like a cool gimmick, you can design a short game around that. But if you have an idea that's just a cool gimmick, you have to have a fully formed game around that if it wants to be longer for it to be good. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think the thing that I really like about short games and like itch.io games like this is like if it doesn't necessarily work, it kind of doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, this you didn't nail what you were going for, but like it was free and it was not really much of a time commitment and I understood what you were going for. So like... I still sort of enjoyed my time with it at the end of the day, right? Like, if I'm playing a AAA game that's 20 hours and 40 minutes into the game, I know what they're trying to do, and then the next 19 hours is just them trying to build something more around it, and I had to pay $20 for it, I'm going to be a lot more upset than if I didn't pay any money, played a game for an hour, saw what it was trying to do, and so I was like, oh, that, you know, was neat, but it didn't quite work, and then move on with my day. See, that's that, I think that's coming more from a more of a personal standpoint because I think I think it's harder to design a shorter game because mm-hmm. there I think the Huntsman um, could have easily been made a lot longer and the game probably could have been better and it could have t- took the time to flesh out those characters and um, mm-hmm. you know like work on some of these like these twists and shit like that. That I think where just they just happen so fast that like it was a little like give me a little like story whiplash, but I still liked it for that, and I liked that I was able to have like an hour long RPG experience. But I think it was hard. It must have been really difficult to wrap a story up that has multiple endings in an hour. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more speaking about the Huntsman separately in that one. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's easier for. For example, I think um, Dr. Langskov is probably the easiest one to make because it's a funny game. So obviously it's going to be short. But like like Roots in the Soil 2 is like creating that unique experience, I think, takes so much longer than making a longer experience that's a little bit more normal. You know, I mean, it is definitely harder in the sense that you can't have filler in your game. It has to like all be to the point and it has to like be succinct and concise, which is definitely difficult. Um, 
but I, you know, I, I think there's definitely something to be said for if you want a high quality short game and a high quality long game. A high quality long game has yeah. to feel engaging the whole way through. That's true. Whereas a high quality short game, it's easy to keep engagement. I also I do disagree pretty strongly with you saying that you think you they could have made the Huntsman a little bit longer and it would have been a better game. I actually don't think that's true. I think if they had tried to make it longer, it just would have ended up being like if if it was like a four hour game as opposed to a one hour game, it would have just been like a mediocre RPG that I knew the twist from minute one and then I had to play three and a half hours to get to. And yeah, at the end of the day, I would have just been like, yeah, don't waste your time with that one. Yeah. I but like so. the the the, I think the crux of this story was not that like it could have had more twists. I think the crux of it was just, hey, we're going to do like a fun spin on Little Red Riding Hood, and that's that's all we're going to do, and we don't want it to be too complicated. We just want it to be like straightforward. I also do wonder how much of this was like, hey, this was like a project that I made because I was interested in learning these tools better, or if it was like, hey, this is a story I was interested in telling, or hey, I wanted yeah. to fuck with some of these gameplay elements. Like, you know, they kind of almost do a little bit of a subversion of an rpg where if you played like a final fantasy or you know a traditional rpg like that you fight a lot of the same enemies with like a recolor palette but they're hours and hours apart and they're different names and they try to pretend they're different things but they're the same fucking enemy just different colors um and this one they're just like all the enemies are wolves every enemy is a wolf <laughs> they're slightly stronger <laughs> yeah. but all the enemies are wolves yeah um, and i think that's kind of cool too mm-hmm. so i don't know hmm. i i I couldn't say for sure. I'm not a game developer. I don't know no. which is harder, which is easier. Uh, I, I am definitely more forgiving of shorter games, though. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I'd rather play a shorter game that has an interesting idea that doesn't pan out than a medium-length game that's pretty all right but doesn't do anything interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hmm. that's where I sit on it. And I, I think I get I think I get a lot of satisfaction from shorter games because I just finished three separate experiences. That's true. And like I feel never... much more connected to the developer afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It, it's it's much more it feels more personal if I play a you know, a game that was worked on by five hundred people. It's like, oh yeah, I mean this is a game. It was cool. I don't feel any connection to the person who developed it, but mm-hmm. I played it. Yeah. I'm like speaking like with the like with like the roots in the soil and, and the huntress, I think there's like a very particular like art style or message that is just clearly just one person. Mm-hmm. And when you when you have those like, you know, mass teams of all those people, you have to agree upon a style, and I think that always comes up to the art lead of being like, "All right, yeah. this is how we're going to this is how we're going to make our assets." And it doesn't give that those people who have these unique ideas and cuz not everyone, I guarantee, there's not a lot of people who can draw this kind of stuff that that's in the Huntsman. I don't think there's a lot of people who are interested in it or, like, can do it. Well, I mean, they probably yeah. can do it, but you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to. The appeal's not to. there on a large scale to force people to try it out. Exactly. So it gives you this unique art um, of the way that these things look. And I think that was my favorite part about the Huntsman. I just liked how everything looked. <laughs> yeah, totally fair. All right. I think that's uh, that's going to wrap it, wrap it up for our itch.io extravaganza. Um, and the trio, the trio uh, of like roots in the soil by Space Backyard, Doctor Langsakov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald by Crows, 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 and the Huntress of the Hollow by Bleat. 
Um, definitely go check all these games out. Again, that's itch.io. They're all free. Um, you can donate to the developers if you liked the games, um, or before you play the games, you can donate just because you appreciate that people put hours and hours and hours of their life into creating this thing and then giving it to you for free, which mm-hmm. fucking mad props. Um, yeah. So, well, like I said, I think this was an interesting format. We'll maybe toy around with the idea of doing it again in the future. We'll we'll see what happens. We apparently never fucking know what we're going to do before, like, three days before we do it. So, <laughs> you know, planning's not our strong suit, but whatever. Hey, we'll play a game. We'll be back. You know we'll be back. Maybe not on time, but we'll always be back. We're like, <laughs> we're like a drunk dad. No, drunk. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bad Duncan. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> You're laughing though. Yeah, but I feel bad inside. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else that 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 isn't always on times, but time, but always comes back. Oh my god. <laughs> what? No, it's good. Changing of the seasons, anything like that, but whatever. What? The seasons they don't change on a set date. All right. Basically, do. No, they hey, don't. Alex. It's fucking summer right now, and it's the 21st of September. It's, it's, it's global warming or something. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what know. I thought. You can predict global warming. There's the Weather Channel. The Weather Channel it's doesn't... It's predictable. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Think of a different example. I dare you. Look, I gave you my example. I don't... This yeah, and it was shit. <laughs> well, yours wasn't good either. Mine may not have been good, but at least I walked away from it feeling okay. Some comedian you are. Fuck. (laughs) Not offending everybody. You're right. That's the only way to have edgy comedy. Yep. Um, Yep. So, yeah. uh, Next next time, we're going to play a game. A full game. Didn't quite figure out what that one was going to be beforehand, Mm -hmm. but... Mm -hmm. We got a lot of things on the plate. Um, if you know what you want us to play or have a suggestion for what we should play four weeks from now, uh, <laughs> well, as two episodes, Duncan. Yes, uh, I know. Drop us a line at thoughtsfromplayer1 so at gmail.com. That's thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. Um, or you can hit us up on Twitter at, at thoughtsfromp1. Um, Facebook. <laughs> It's got a big construction sign over the middle of it right now. Almost done. I need as much time as you did. That's not... Duncan, we don't have that much time left, man. In our lives. Maybe. (laughs) Fuck. Um, So we'll have a Facebook soon. You can search Thoughts from Player One every day until it's there. It'll be there eventually, I swear. It's almost done. Um, Almost done. Tell your friends. Tell Mm -hmm. your relatives. Tell your grandma. You know, she's just, gonna make you rest. She's a wolf. Your grandma's a wolf. Watch out for your grandma. Yeah. 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 Um. And yeah, I guess that's that's gonna do it. That's it. That's gonna do that's it this it. week. That's it. Alex, stop. I'm Fuck done, off. Duncan. Now, do you want to take us out? You want to hit us with that closer? <clears throat> that is all the beans in the pot, boys. There we go. We can end happy now. You're all happy.